There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Welcome to the Featured Anime Podcast. I'm your host, Jack. And I'm Rick. And today we are talking about From Up on Poppy Hill, which was a recommendation by Angel. So uh, thank you, thank you very much, Angel, for that recommendation. Um, but I, have, I know I appreciated it. Indeed, so did my wife. But before we get into that, before we delve into it, we were talking about uh, some, you know, patron exclusive, a uh, little bit of perks coming to them, a uh, 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 revamped logo just just for them, as mm-hmm. well as uh, the next upcoming patron exclusive. It will be, unfortunately, sadly, painfully, Dragon Ball <laughs> Evolution, the live-action Dragon Ball adaptation. Unfortunately, that's what we're going to be watching. Something, something tells me that someone's very happy about that. I am I am so very ecstatic. Uh, oh, we also you? talked about a plethora of other things. Uh, if you want to catch a part of that wider conversation, patreon.com slash featured anime podcast. Or if you want to support us through other means, we do have the uh, movie that for this week's choice from up on Poppy Hill, we do have an affiliate link for you in the show notes. Uh, click on that. It'll take you right to right stuff anime and anything. Honestly, if you buy from there, we do get a little bit of a kickback and it would be very much appreciated if that's how you choose to support us as well as some other wonderful uh, affiliate links that we do actually have down in there for you. Or you could buy some of our own merch shop.featuredanimepodcast.com as well. And of course, everything and all the information that you could possibly need featuredanimepodcast.com all that wonderful information and now onto the meat and potatoes potatoes <laughs> from up on poppy hill came out in july 2011 uh producers for it is nippon television and it is a studio ghibli uh movie it's based off of a manga and the genres for it are romance historical school and shoujo and it ran for an hour and 35 minutes yes 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 to all that wonderful stuff I was waiting for you to say something else. Um, it didn't feel like it though. I had to granted I had to take a break in the middle because it was it was a bit slow for me. Huh. But uh mm-hmm. I see. Maybe it's just because I got used to watching stuff at like five times the speed. Probably. But yeah, I, I can't complain at all with the choice. The animation style was very typical of Studio Ghibli. Like it, nothing was bad. I want to point that out. And, you know, one of the things, do you know what period piece this might have been in? Like, what 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 rank of period piece this might have been? What do you mean? I want to say the 60s. I wonder, I wonder what, what gave you that uh, impression. I'm not good with history. I mean, like, it couldn't have been the fact that they had 1967 Tokyo Olympics plastered all over the place, right? You know, it could have been that. Could have been that? Could have been that? It, it, it is a possibility? It could have been that. What I will say is they they it was mentioned that the Korean War had happened recently. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. that that's why I was like it could be 50s. any one of these different hmm? 
the fifties. Yeah. Um, the, the main plot point is one of the main, well, the main character's father ended up passing away in the Korean war. Right. Um, so it was very sad, but what I, what I really enjoy about studio Ghibli and I, I wanted to come out with this first, cause it was one of the few things I noticed in the first five minutes. And I was watching it with one of my coworkers and we, we paused it and got into a real lengthy discussion. But one of the things I noticed about Studio Ghibli, regardless of who started it, who won, who lost, whose fault it was, you don't, you don't see any blame. Studio Ghibli, I, I have yet to see a Studio Ghibli film, to my recollection, that takes a stance either for or against any kind of war. They just treat it as something that happened. You don't, they don't really get into the politics of it. They don't, they're not pro any particular nation. They're not against any particular nation. Um, specifically on these wartime pieces, it, it's not a, oh, the enemy did this. It's simply, this happened, we're sad about it, and, and there was no, I guess, no blame. And, and then I kind of got the feeling, you know, I'm sad that my dad died, but what was the reason he died? Oh, his boat blew up. That was about it. Well, who did it? They don't get into that. Why did it? They don't get into that. And well, it, I mean, like, I we know it why it blew up. I mean, I know, but they don't specific. If you didn't know about the Korean War and it was, you you know, it wasn't based in our reality. All you know is this happened and there's no blame placed. It's an unfortunate event that happened. Yeah, and they is, unfortunately takes, hit an enemy mine. Yeah, that is. Yes. That but, is correct. No the, blame to be, yes. to be placed. Yes, I get that. No, and I get, I do, I get it. Uh, Studio like Ghibli is very, very much pro. Uh, there, there, a lot. At least when it comes to Miyazaki, he's more so um, environmentalist. He's very, he's very much an environmentalist. That's, I feel that's, like that comes through. Right. However, I don't think he did this one. I'm kidding. It doesn't come to. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm, no, I'm just saying like in, in general, like if there's any message or anything like that, that's typically said, it's always, it always comes through like that. Right. That's how, mm. how it's always done for, for them. And it's, and it's not necessarily that their studio Ghibli is the one that's doing it or specifically stating that or not casting a blame or casting blame or anything like that. It's, just how that particular story via the manga writer or whoever it is writes it or chooses to write it. Right. And it's not that they're, they're the ones specifically They're They're just the translators. They're either taking some information or they're not taking information and they're living out other parts. And that's something that they're totally do. However, however, the main story for this revolves around uh, Umi and Shun who basically are kind of tied to each other as a result of uh, one man, Umi's father. And mm-hmm. the the technical details of it, which at the fir- at first you're not really understanding, especially when it comes to Umi. Umi, like at the very beginning, the wife and I, we were like, why the hell is she taking care of everything? And then it like really starts to to make sense. It's in it's more so because she's taking care of the house and they have tenants that are living there. And so she's part of the caretaker. She's part of the staff. And one of the things, and I bring that up because I love that in this show or in the movie, they don't leave you hanging for answers. They show you something or they will tell you something. And then not too much 
further down the line, you will get an answer or you will start to see the process of them getting an answer to where they're going to start yes. getting led and where they're going to start figuring everything out. So, so you're learning everything that's going on when it comes to Umi or Shun or anything like that at the exact same time everyone else is. And it's very beautifully done. Now you said the movie for you was slow. I A thought little this, bit, yeah. I, mean, it, I thought the movie was great. I thought it was very well paced and I loved the music that they had for it. Personally, personally. Um, it's possible that all I did was like, I got used to watching stuff at like double speed. So while yes, it is a bit, I'm going to say iffy at times, um, as far as understanding stuff goes, mm -hmm. I feel like when I'm watching it, the, the emotional pauses that, that are taken most of the time in anime where they give you time to reflect, it's shortened and it keeps my attention much, much better, much faster. Right. Especially if it's not a story that I'm I'm typically interested in to begin with. And here, I, the reason I felt like it was slow, I feel like, is I, I couldn't really, I guess in my opinion, I couldn't see the plot. I couldn't see the story. I felt like at, at there were certain times where I was like, I don't understand the timeline. Like, I don't understand who am I rooting for? Who am I rooting against? What's the story here? You know? And I was like, they've got to have some kind of story that is better than I'm a girl who raises flags. And sometimes people answer. Well, it's not that people sometimes answer. She uh, she raises a flag and they, they do explain why she's ra raising a flag. And she says it a couple of times, too. Uh, no, but it's does, the first it, it time. Is yeah. But it's also the first time anyone's actually answered her. And it wasn't that she knew about it. She was told about it by one of the, mm -hmm. the tenants that was staying there. And that's when she was like, Oh, this is very unusual. And she started changing up the flag, the signal flags that were going up. Mm -hmm. So, well, initially the reason that she had the flag up, um, she was told by her father before he passed away that the only reason he made it home was because of her flags that guided him home. And so it's very, you don't find this out until, I would say close to middle, maybe yeah. if it's an hour and 30 minutes, I would say like it took yeah, about maybe. 30, 35 minutes to, to find that out. Yeah. Which is, and which is pretty normal. Which it's normal. Pretty, yeah, pretty, it's normal for pacing. Yeah. But I, I couldn't, I, I couldn't, to me, it didn't make sense. Like I didn't understand why this was important. And then it became, it, it, you know, the reasoning came clear and you're like, Oh, well she does that to try to bring her as a, as a remembrance to her father. Because he had mentioned in the past, like, the only reason I came home or made it home is I, I followed the, the flags and you helped me. And so she does it as a, as a form of respect and, and remembrance. And when they moved from their old house that had a flagpole to the new house that does not have a, or did not have a flagpole, she was distraught. And someone, I thought it was her grandfather, but I it was. could be mistaken. Yeah, he, okay. he decided to build he the flagpole flag. and take care of it for her so that way she could do it. But that just speaks to how she is, you know? Like, that was something that kept her connected and how she chose to mourn her father. Like, and it's not so much that she didn't believe he wasn't going to come home. Part of her routine, part of her mourning process to be able to do it, which then just became a habit and a way for her to be able to signal his spirit to come home because he was lost overseas was mm -hmm. just that. And that 
that speaks to the connection that she had to her father. It's not that she didn't believe that he was dead. She knew he was dead, right? Oh, yeah, no, there was never a question. Exactly. But when she's going through the whole story and everything like that, you're finding out about Shun and his background, and then you're also finding out that he actually has a connection to her father. And so you're you're like, <laughs> okay, well, these two kids have... You know they're they're growing up. They're they're doing what they can to just kind of kind of make it through life. And then at the same time, they're like, "Oh, this is totally weird. We have feelings for each other, but we may end up being related." Which was like, "All right, well, that's going to be unique if they go with a Star Wars esque yeah. twist going on here." And they even acknowledge that, right? Like they they yeah. acknowledge it's like, "Hey, we have to acknowledge this thing that's happening," right? You know, he's like, "I went to the I went to the Hall of Records." and everything like that and you know i am his kid and mm-hmm. so you know it causes this friction and she's like but i still love you and he's like yeah well we can't just you know we have to ignore feelings yeah. now and he's like yeah but, i was but, like this but, is but. gonna go one of two ways um right. and i'm happy it didn't go the way that i was expecting it to go right yeah and i was like well i've seen this version of the, the show before and, well, it's uh, it's one of your favorite genres, sir. I mean, like we all know well, what you, you know. Lo- we all know what you secretly love, but that's all right. That's beside the point. Okay, beside the point. Um, but the again going back to them, like going through the process, learning everything because he's at he's at Umi's house and he learns that who her father is, and he sees the picture and he recognizes the picture, and then he goes over to his family and he asks his dad. And their family, and it's like, yeah, no, he is. And then later on down the line, you find out more information. You find out like the kind of character that her dad was, and and it's not necessarily what you're thinking. It's his dad or her dad, Umi's dad, was really great friends with uh, Shun's father, and he didn't want him to be put into the foster system. So he immediately, without thinking, just adopted the kid. And then went to another friend who he knew who had lost a family, who lost their baby, and said, "You're good. You can take care of the kid, and you'll give him a good life." Yeah, and again, massive respect for people like that. Massive respect. Like I don't really. I might have said it once or twice, but my dad did something similar. Like he knew I needed a father figure, and he stepped up. Didn't have to. Could have walked away. I was so young; it wouldn't have mattered. But. He, just like this main character, and this is probably why I'm able to relate, at least to a small portion with our main character, he stepped up and was awesome, just like this guy. He, he, his moral compass was so on point. He's like, this kid cannot go to foster care. I know a good family in need. I know this. I know. He was, he was the connector. He had a fantastic moral compass. Exactly. And when and- you hear about... Go ahead. Go ahead. I was going to say, when you hear later on about the last remaining person in a very pivotal picture, talk about his friends before they passed away. He's like, honestly, you couldn't ask for better men. And instead, what I loved about this movie is instead of just letting that be the characteristic, it showed you before it told you. And when you told you, it just reaffirmed someone who knew them before they passed away, obviously, gave you an exact feeling an exact representation of what you saw so it wasn't a one-off it wasn't a i'm so worried right it wasn't and you also have to like understand too that while we're talking a fair amount about the father and everything like that he he is the main pivotal point for umi and he is the main pivotal point for shun 
but the majority of the movie and and the story while it does talk about him show you information about him and and relay all that so that way you can get a kind of sense of what a person he is it also translates really well to how Shunanumi are because they both also relay these characteristics they also show these these um traits that like they they do what they feel is best they are there they are very strong and dependable and and great individuals they are willing to to go above and beyond when it matters most and it's not lost in that translation and even though they're kids and even though they're in high school and everything like that it's it's really well told so that way they could you know properly relay the kind of individuals their their true parents were and i when i say true parents for shun i don't mean umi's father i mean his parents the parents who raised him yeah the parents who repeatedly said i don't care who your father was i'm your father yes and and it goes to nature versus nurture and it 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 lightly touches on that but the strong characteristics of his parents the people who are around you could see rubbed off on him. He was very charismatic. He was incredibly uh, vocal. He was, it's be, I'm going to do it because it's right, not because, you know, I mean, he was. <laughs> and Umi was the exact same it, way. Umi was the exact yeah, but, same but, way. For lack of a better way to put it, main character energy. Well, like, I mean, like they were the main who, character, so obviously. Well, I know, but like. I hope. <laughs> I hope the main characters true, if, would if have main character it, energy. If you think about it, it goes with the mentality of if not me, then who? Right. Rather than rather than oh, somebody else will take care of it. Yeah. And a lot of it, like one of the things I really loved was when their uh, the boys' dormitory. I think is what, what they called it. Was it a clubhouse or a dormitory? Clubhouse. Okay, so when the boys' Says, clubhouse was going to be demolished, clubhouses. Because there's technically a plethora in there, man. There was just so many in there. Oh, there was and, yeah, there was a bunch of different clubs, but that's why I figured dormitory because you have multiple sections. Well, I mean, it also kind of threw you off too because when you're in there and they show you one, it's completely trashed, and there's like clothes hanging on the line across the middle <laughs> of it and everything like that. But uh, typical of a boys' room, right? You know, well, but, uh, so, dormitory esque thing, yeah. something. So their biggest thing was don't tear it down. And uh, the adults who were, with the exception of like two, were very uncaring. And, well, my upper management said we're going to do this, so we're going to do this. Well, don't tear it down. We need this. And I loved the fact that in an, in an assembly where everyone's trying to discuss everything, people came in, they're like, revolt, revolt, and took it over. Well, <laughs> it's, like, again, it's it's... It's not that they were saying, well, upper management said this, so I'm going to do it. It's they have no say over it because the guy who owns it is the one that's going to say it. And he's the one that it doesn't matter what they say. He's the one that gets the final say. 100%. So so it's not a matter of like, oh, they're just like, well, they said this. So this is what I'm going to do. It's this is what's said, and they're the ones that makes the decision, and that's what they were told. That's what every what the what the voice were told, and it's a matter of, and understandably so, right? Like they're, you know, if you look at the uh, building, it just it was completely falling apart. It was just trashed beyond belief. Oh, it was bad. 
it was horrible. So yeah, I mean, like if I was that guy, hundred percent, I'd be like, yeah, no, we need to tear that building down and just rebuild it fresh because it is just it's completely wrecked, right? Not not mm-hmm. not to say that there wasn't a way to save it because obviously the the kids were able to save it and it turned out very well. Although I will say this, man, uh, there was a a kid that was like hanging off this one's building room that looked like the only way he could get to it was from a ladder to crawl in through a window. And he was just like hanging yeah. outside the window. I was like, what was the, what's the purpose of that? And then it got me thinking the amount of dumb stuff that we were like, yeah, bro, this is totally cool. We would just do just because, or we thought it looked cool. And then now yep. it's like, I ain't doing that, man. I'm way too old to try and do something that dumb. Uh, uh-uh. I can't, Crawl in and out of a window, up a ladder, in a window, out a window, just, just, just because, just because I think it's cool. No, I'm good. Well, a case in point of doing dumb shit that we would not do today, but I don't know. We might still do it today. Um, when we want, I forget what it was. It was like Harry Potter or something. Well, we found staffs, like big ass logs that we found on our way home. Mm-hmm. And you found one and I was like, that's cool. I'm going to find one. And we started beating each other with them. Like. Today, I'd be worried about breaking a finger or, or not being able to mend very well or coming home with bruises. Look, I don't... <laughs> Back then... I don't need your logic, sir. I don't need your logic, all right? It was still cool. I, hey, hey. Uh, well, again, to like to reiterate what I said, you know, the things that we thought we were that was cool when we were younger and everything like that, would not do it today. I am not today going <laughs> to climb up a ladder to crawl into a window, right? Yeah. I'm also not going to stand on top of a three-story building and jump into a pond that is apparent, that is not that shallow. That I will most assuredly break a back on jumping down. You don't know. Quit I, being a funny duddy and jump. You know what? You can't tell me what to do. You're not the boss of me. <laughs> well, see, here's the thing. Back when I was skinnier and I weighed considerably less, that wouldn't have been an issue. And I, I feel like it was about... I would say at the at the, the well again the you're, you're just making a case for it was at least you're just feet. making a case for yes back then yes today no and you're like well I don't know back when I was younger and it, <laughs> duh duh um, no kidding that's thank you for I again mean, reiterating what I'm saying you're you're horrible at trying to argue against sir you are horrible at I'm trying just, to argue against. I don't, ah, you know, I, I just want to help your argument. Yeah, you, that's well, that's that, what I yeah, want. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sure that's exactly what you want. Well, you know, when I was younger and skinnier. <laughs> well, I was your age. And. Oh, goodness. For the record, I'm still older than you. So you you need to listen to me. Right. That's the logic I'm told. That's the logic I'm going to have to go with. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Right. Sure. Well, when you when you start exhibiting <laughs> those traits, we'll talk then. <laughs> oh, 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 oh. oh, so I just need to walk around with a cane. Is that what you're saying? To walk to exhibit the traits of being older. Okay. Bring in my birth certificate. Be like, see, I was talking see? about the At wisdom portion years. of it. You could be older. That doesn't mean you're hey, smart. Yeah, I never said wisdom. Ah, uh, wisdom you gotta earn. Uh, all right. So, <laughs> uh, but honestly, this, this movie was, I, I thought it was well done. I enjoyed it. It was. I mean, it even went into the adult realm, and one one of the few things that I would I found shocking, other than what we've already discussed, when they went to Tokyo or wherever they went, they they ditched school 
and no one worried. They had enough money to hop on a train, go hours away, I assume, unsupervised. And when they find, like, they, they, they showed the determination of, again, main character Inji. If not me, then who? Um, they, they, they went to and got an appointment. <laughs> they got a, 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 not a conference. Um, they what went do you call and saw the, the, an audience. Yeah. They got an audience with the owner. And every other time, every adult is like, next time, make an appointment. And they're like, well, we didn't know we were coming up here to begin with. Well, it wasn't Who that they right didn't mind? know they were coming up there to begin with. It's, it's, they just didn't know the day. No, they, they're like, we didn't think that he would, it would even matter if we were going to get an appointment. That's true, too. That is true, too. But when they showed up and they got their audience and they're able, they're talking to him, and he goes, you know, I'll be there tomorrow. Like he, he makes a phone call, pushes off his appointments. I'll see you tomorrow morning. Impress me. And then he goes through it and, it change a heart when no one else thought it was going to happen. I mean, really, really awesome stuff, right? But yep. I go back to the the shocking part for me of they went to a town set they needed to take a train to, gone most majority of the day. No one reprimands them for being careless. And on top of that, like, try that now. Try that now. There's no way I could walk down the street at the, at, if I was still that age and go across town and have that kind of independence knowing and self-assuredness like they it, it's uh, and then they go as a as a as a uh, two boys and a girl right and one of them one of the boys is like you know what i'm going to go see my uncle cuz i'm in town well he was told to go what? see his uncle while he was in town he's like my oh, mother well, he, told me knew. to go see your uncle while you're in town so they knew people oh. knew that, that's kind of almost worse. They knew, and then they're still like, all right, yeah, it's safe to send my kid miles and miles away with no cell phone. Hang on. No way Hang of communication. On. Whoa, 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 whoa. You can't base cell phone on this. This is taking place in the late 50s. No, no cell phones. Thank God. Thank God I was right about that. But uh, you, 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 know, can't, the- you can't base it. It's like, hey, it's like saying, well, you know what? I don't understand why they were able to just like completely out, go out there and just like, not have a tracking device implanted in their ass so that way they're able to know where everyone's at. It's like, bro, you and I both know when we were younger, we would just wander the streets aimlessly half the fucking time. Pardon my language. getting ass beat every time we did it, too. No, 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 no. Not me. My mom knew where I was. <laughs> my mom knew I was with you, and I still got my ass beat. Yeah, that's, <laughs> yeah but that's, that's not my fault. All right? You knew what was going to happen. <laughs> I did, and I still did it every single time. Right. I remember well, walking. I remember walking home, being grounded because my grades sucked, and my mom would call your house, or uh, and she'd be like, "Rick, over there." You know you're grounded, right? And Just, I'm like, "I'm not here. I'm not here." And then God bless her. Your dad would come out, or your mom would come out and be like, "Your mom says you're grounded," and I'm like, "But I'm not here." She goes, "Yeah, and I, I know you're not here." And when we said that, she goes. Let you know when you get home. You're right. I'm like, God bless it. So yeah, I couldn't hide the fact that I was on my that I was at your house you know, yeah. when I was grounded. Well, I mean, like the thing is, is that they they knew where you were, right? She knew where you. Oh, were. They, yeah, they knew. And that is the same thing for them, right? They know where they're going. They're gonna go over here. They're gonna do that. They're gonna go to this. And while you're out there, go see your uncle. And then you two be sure to come home and. I can only imagine it wasn't too far away for Shun because Shun lived downtown anyways, and he had hoof it on a bike or have his dad 
boat them in every every day, you know? So That's actually a good point. I didn't consider that. I thought yeah, that's actually a really good point. So it might not have been as 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 drastic as I was expecting it to be. So huh. I mean that's commitment to get to school every day, that's for sure. Yeah. Talking I mean, about like when you have the old, when you only a have a call, uh, high school with an X amount of time. Again, you have to take take that into consideration, right? There's a lot of for at least for us, right? You know, going over like two blocks down the road. Oh my god, man, that's so far. But at least <laughs> in the shows and the movies and everything like that. I mean, like you're you're hearing about people that are like, I want to go to this high school over here, and it's three cities over. So you got to get up early hop on five bullet trains and then you're going to get there and then you're finally at school. So, I mean, different, different cultures, different, different realities. Like for them, it's, I would assume it's not unusual for them to commute for school, even in high school. Yeah, that's true. That is true. I didn't consider, well, I mean, a different time. Like I, I remember walking as a kid, two and a half miles to middle school and then two and a half miles. I, I, I actually checked when I, last time I was home, two and a half miles to high school. And it, it it didn't seem that bad when I was doing it, you know? But I couldn't say that I'd let my kid or my brother do that because I, I it wouldn't be, in my mind, it wouldn't be as safe. It wasn't as safe then either. But yeah, I just, I, I did fathom, it, it's beyond my understanding on how yeah. that's, yeah. Like it, it's the way of the world, man. I mean, like th- times change, environments change. Everything changes, and this is this movie is a very strong symbol of that of things changing, times changing, everything changing as as life moves on. Yeah, yeah, then yeah, that's actually a really good way to put it. Life moves on. Yeah, this is a period piece, but it, yeah, it it does very easily. Yeah, life moves on. My father died. It happened in the past. Life moves on. Yeah, we were trying to save some rent, some some bygone era building and so they renovate it they well, as best as they can they clean it up they and they they save it but even beyond that it, it's it shows history and they're like yeah previous generations didn't clean so we're going to clean so that future generations can keep it up probably won't but that's neither here nor there well yeah exactly um, but it, it looks kind of awesome and it makes perfect sense it makes perfect sense wow i don't know why i didn't see that when i was watching the movie Again, one of the awesome reasons why I like talking to you about stuff like this. You bring a different perspective. Oh, Most you. of the time it's wrong, but either way, yeah, uh-huh. we're not here to judge. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> uh-huh. So, yeah, that, that, yeah, I'll take it. I'll definitely take it. Yeah, why not, right? It works. Yeah. So what else did you think about it? I thought it was a great movie. I enjoyed the music. What did you think of the music? It was subtle. It, it was subtle. It fit. It didn't take me out of the experience. Um. My wife really enjoyed the enjoyed the movie and the music. She enjoyed both. Hmm. She 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 actually really enjoyed the movie. She was she's like, you know, this is great. This is a great great movie. So honestly, I, I can't tell you that I would remember it, the music to me. Maybe it's just because we got such bangers as far as like suggestions go, but the music seemed rather generic to me, and it was probably awesome. But we've been covering so many shows that have phenomenal music it, it it just seemed usual to me you know well they certainly chose a different style of music compared to what we normally end up uh listening to or play uh they chose era a uh, more era appropriate music 
That's for sure. And I mean, like, if you want to talk yeah. about bangers, I don't think uh, a lot of the most, a fair amount of the most recent ones, you can really chalk it up to that. And I mean, like, you could even go within the last couple of episodes, <clears throat> Noir. <clears throat> <laughs> uh, with that, don't, I don't, don't think you can art. exactly qualify that as a banger soundtrack. Hey, we we don't talk about that. Well, yeah, we do because it's, we, it's we out treat there. it like Bruno. We don't talk about Bruno. Yeah, we do. <laughs> All right, but beyond that, I don't have too much more I can I can say How about you, sir. I mean, we covered most of it. I mean, it's got amazing visuals as far as the attention to detail, but all Studio Ghibli does. Every last one of them do. I was, one of the things I was expecting but didn't see was more spirituality. That's what I've come to expect from Studio Ghibli. That's what I was looking for, which is probably why I didn't really get into it until like 35, 40 minutes into it. Could you clarify what you mean by that? Well, Studio Ghibli, when I hear that, I think fantastical, like otherworldly beings and and adventures and stuff like so i was like i was expecting a spirited away i was expecting things that weren't normal and what i got here was extremely normal but again attention to detail was amazing so i mean six in one hand half a dozen in the other i can't complain it just i i I, if i were to watch it again i would probably watch it with different eyes if that makes any sense I okay. wouldn't be expecting one thing. I would be I would be more appreciative of what was there, I feel. So I came in with some expectations that were not met. Right. Mainly so, because it's like I want orange juice, but I got apple juice. Okay. It's technically juice, but it's a whole different flavor. Okay. Fair enough. Uh to be fair, I mean like a majority of the ones that are usually very fantastical or magical or anything like that are the ones that uh that uh um uh Hayao Miyazaki traditionally does and and this was a different uh different director no no, i i understand that i i I can appreciate that but um when i first started i i unfortunately when it comes to intelligence i'd say you got the lion's share when it comes to intelligence and specifically attention to detail um it's one of the reasons why you work with spreadsheets and i work with my body you're last way longer than me and probably get paid more eventually um overall but like I was just like, ooh, Studio Ghibli, and that's that's the extent of my delving for information. I so, got you. I wasn't disappointed in the quality. The quality is still amazing, and I would definitely recommend this. It's a touching story. It's it's everything you could want minus the the spiritual fantasticness that um you know my Totoro would do. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, like again, you know, you have to take it like every director has their own view, their own focal points. So like Hayao Miyazaki, he's very environmentalist, very focused, very on the fantastical spirits and everything like that side of things. And the only time where it, it doesn't come through like that, where it's not a very, very fantasy esque style environment story or anything like that is from my experience is every time when it doesn't deal with him. Mm -hmm. Which which just shows the the kind of work that he chooses to work on, right? And it yeah. you know speaks to every director, right? Every director has something that they particularly would rather work on, and every director has something that they're always known for, right? Yeah. The reason I mean, why you know uh, the the conflation between uh, Hayao Miyazaki and Studio Ghibli is that Miyazaki and Ghibli are are synonymous. I mean, like they're they're 
a lot of the stories, a lot of the movies and a, a lot of the, the work that's out there for it is, is because of mainly because of him. I mean, like he is the more well-known, well-rounded, the more noticeable figurehead for it. Mm-hmm. I mean, it makes sense. It does. So I'm actually very, <clears throat> sorry. I'm actually very happy with how things went. Um, All right. Who knows? And in the future, you might be, it might be beneficial to ask you, hey, is this, well, what kind of Ghibli is this? Is this, you know, I might be in love with my sister or I'm <laughs> going to see God of the Dead. Which, which again, I don't know if we clarified. Yeah, they were not related. We did. Yeah, we clarified, but I thing. feel like, I yeah. feel like we need to reiterate it. They were not related. <laughs> They were not. They yeah. are. They were not, and are not related. Yeah, at all. Um, all right. And that was yeah. That was very good to hear. And I was like, oh, it's going to be one of those. Oh, thank God, it's not. Right. Okay. All right, sir. So uh, I feel like this is a great spot for us to leave off. What about you? I think so too. Yeah. All right. So on a uh, a scale of up to ten, sir, how would you rate this? It's not going to be a ten, only because it didn't meet my expectation and i felt very let down again orange juice versus apple juice it's still good but it wasn't what i was expecting um that said i would feel like it's a strong eight or a weak nine for me okay and so that, which that, is, that is that's which is it which is it pick 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 I've been debating on this for a while because it's got all the characteristics of a good story mm-hmm just not a good story for me. Okay. So I'm going to go with a strong eight. Okay. So you're going with an eight. Yes. Uh, for me, hmm, hmm, I have to think. That's a long pause, sir. I know. I'm for thinking. rushing me through my numbers. Let's think, well, no, got. no, no. You were like, I don't know. Should I pick an eight or should I pick a nine? It's a strong eight or a weak nine. Well, which one is it? You have uh-huh. to choose one. I feel like you're I stalling. will settle on one. I'm not like giving out three or four numbers. I'm going to settle on one. Well, no, see, I like. Well, I like actually, I'm going to settle on technically on two numbers. Technically, oh, I figured I'm... it was going to be double digits. Ten. I'm giving I it figured. ten. Why? I enjoyed it. It was great. It was uh, the music. I felt was very well done. It was very appropriate. The movie wasn't overly stimulating, nor was it understimulating for me. I felt like it that perfect median for me uh it was something that i could honestly easily watch again uh a couple of times a few times honestly uh the storytelling that that's done really well it doesn't leave you wanting for more the how it leads you into the story how it explains everything uh the camaraderie that are between everyone is immediately known like going back to when they had the assembly and everyone was uh arguing and whatnot you had one pinnacle person when wave when uh the like the principal or the dean right was walking in he's waving so the guy comes out he starts singing and everyone immediately picks up on the cue we need to we need to settle down and start singing so that way they don't kick us out of mm-hmm. here you know, oh yeah, the the ability for him to be able to lead and everyone just being able to like pick up on that very well done. The story and and then when they're at the end, the urgency for them to reach a specific destination, you feel that with them. You're going through the emotions with them, and then when they finally reach that destination, right? The captain the up there amazing. salutes them, shows them the respect. Right. Not just mm-hmm. like, oh, there are a couple of kids get out of here, blah, blah, blah. He's like, hey, you know what? We're going to push this off. 
We're going to delay this for 15 minutes so that way I can go talk to them, how he talks to them, how he interacts with them, how he makes them feel. It's just very well done. Like the story, the progression of the story, the flow of emotions, the music that plays through it, the the intricacies for it, just top notch for me. I enjoyed every every bit of this. It is a great, for me, great movie. Sometimes I don't like you very much. Why? Because I really want to give it a nine now. Because you are right. The crescendo of emotion that the urgency, the 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 culmination of everything that happened was it was done incredibly well. God dang it! Yeah, it went from a from a strong eight week nine to a moderate nine. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I, I I don't like changing my score because it makes me seem like I'm, I'm doing it because Jack's doing it, but. I mean, if you want to change your score, change your score. Don't worry about it, man. It's you're changing it because you had a change of heart and, and a different view put on something that you originally had. That's all it is. That just, you, you nudged me in, in, in the upward trajectory. Yeah. I can't give it a 10 again, only because it wasn't what I was expo- what I wanted, what I expected, but right. yeah, it, it's, it's a nine all and right. it's a nine. All right. It's a moderate nine. All right. I mentioned nine. Well, uh, so a nine, nine from you, ten from me. Yep. Feel like yep. pretty solid. Thank you again, uh, Angel. Very much enjoyed uh, this week's choice. It was a great palate cleanser, so to speak. Um, next week, yeah, I enjoyed it. Next week, we're going to be watching uh, Recovery of an MMO Junkie. This was a random slash Rick choice. So <laughs> taking credit if it's good. If 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 it's not good, then <clears throat> that wheel hurt us. Right. So, uh, if you feel like we got something right, something wrong, or anything else, feel free to reach out to us. Uh, all our contact information and everything like that is in the show notes, or you can also go to uh, featuredanimepodcast.com. All our contact information and everything like that's on there, and is including a link to where you can also go and submit your uh, recommendations for us. We do have quite a few recommendations and we are slowly working through them. We'll eventually get caught up on all of them, but we, and we will eventually get to it. Uh, but if you want to hear some of the pre and post content that we usually do for every episode, patreon.com slash featured anime podcast. If you want to get yourself some swanky swag, shop.featuredanimepodcast.com and we also again have an affiliate link for you inside the show notes where you can go and buy the uh, movie for it from rightstuffanime.com you use that link and you purchase anything on there honestly we do get a little bit of a kickback if that's how you choose to support us we would very much appreciate it but if you don't want to that's totally acceptable we are always uh, open and free for everyone to listen to us at any point in time and until next time I'm Jack. I'm Rick. And we'll see you next time. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.